Hello hackers, my name is Dominic Norton and I'm the podcast host of Hackathon Entertainment, the show where we bring you the story behind every hack. For those new to the show or hackathons in general, a hackathon is a collaborative 48-hour event where participants called hackers come together to solve the world's toughest problems. You'll be surprised, excited and amazed with the solutions people are developing all across the globe. If you listened to the show before, you'll be excited to know we're in for another great one. Today, I'll be talking to Dominika Dronska, the creative tech and fine art head of digital at Abbey Road Studios. Abbey Road Studios is one of the most famous recording studios in the world with an extensive history of 87 years. In 2015, Abbey Road launched Abbey Road Red, Europe's first music-based technology incubator, which supports the endeavors of entrepreneurs, researchers, and developers. In this episode, I discuss Abbey Road Studios' second music hackathon. I hope you enjoy this episode. Developers, developers, developers. Lottie Daddy, we like to party. Developers, developers, developers. Lottie Daddy, we like to party. Developers, developers, developers. I go to a lot of hackathons, and for me, the Abbey Road hackathon was one of the best ones I've been to. Even even to date, wow. it's one of the best ones I've been to. I feel where where are you based? A Canary Wharf. So, oh brilliant. Yeah. Uh so you, you only came to the second one, right? You didn't you didn't come to the previous one. I don't think um, I came to the previous one. Um and how did you find out about the second one? Oh, Do you man. remember? Um <laughs> I want to say Eventbrite. I'm yeah. not I want to say Eventbrite, but I'm not sure. I'm I'm in a so really the developers you get at a lot of these hackathons are really the same developers and we know each yeah. other across London. So, and we have a WhatsApp group and we'll be like, oh, are you going to uh, the Abbey Road uh, Studios Hackathon? And everyone will be like, no, and then we just sign up for it. Yeah, the community is kind of, um, community is there. Uh, You're absolutely right. And kind of the the things like the music hackathon, uh, music hack space, and also I think it's called music tech space and the acoustics guys. That, um, when we started our hackathons, we um, we were first linking with those existing sort of groups and communities. Uh, and you see, there's a certain like a core group of people, I suppose, which either keeps coming back or keeps moving around and they all know each other. Uh, and it's good for us as well. We just, in a way, we wanted to be plugged into that community. Um, it was important for us strategically. Um, so the hack was a brilliant way of, of doing so. I'm always asking because I like we 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 are quite active, but we were quite active on Death Post, um, and obviously we are asking you know those communities of ours to kind of to to co-promote. But other than that, we only running one hack a year, uh, so we don't communicate for like you know nine months and then for three months it's really intense yeah. so i'm always a bit worried that um we kind of we lose a little bit of that sense of feel of community and or that we 
we don't reach people um, far enough, if that makes sense. Um, if you're open to, um, I guess, unsolicited advice, what some organizers do is nurture communities. I feel you guys not only have the unique brand, but you have, when you talk about um, music tech, you know, there's there's a lot of people interested in music and interested in technology. And I feel it's an opportunity to kind of nurture your own community. At least yeah. even if it's just a WhatsApp group or yeah. a Slack channel, I, I don't know, or a Facebook group, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I agree. We kind of, um, this is something which we think uh, almost on a global level about. Because we running, at Abiroad Studios, we're running Hacks as a part of Abiroad Red which I'm sure you know a little bit about, but I can, uh, if not, I can sort of uh, dwell on that for longer uh, after. But we are also owned by Universal Music Group, and within the Universal Music Group, there is a second strand of hacks happening in Capitol, Capitol Studios uh, in America, Capitol Recording Studio in America. Um, and they started a bit earlier than us, and we um, and they've been sort of going around. They they were running like big, I think it's called Capital Royal, Capital Royal Hack uh, around the same time as us, so sort of Novemberish time um, slash com- slash tech conference at the same time. But apart from that, they're running hacks all around uh, states. So, for example, they contribute to uh, South by Southwest hack or. Last year, they came to Sona to Barcelona and sponsored that hack. Um, and we, this is something very important to us. And we haven't, to be very honest, on a global level, we haven't found a way. And, and uh, on the local level, haven't found a way either. You know, how do you actually merge those communi- those global communities? We had a few people from states coming over this year and last year as well. Um, we had a few people coming from Europe, or quite a few actually. So how do we actually connect all of those groups together? Um, how do we create that community? And then how do we actively nurture them? I mean, from my point of view, I'm trying to communicate with groups, usually, you know, after the hack, uh, with all the sort of post-hack updates. Um, but then I'm fully aware that, you know, the email gets quite invasive and i'm not sure you know um whenever everyone wants to necessarily be so intensively connected if that makes sense but i'm trying to make sure that at least within opportunities like job job offers and all different hack related news that we are staying in touch but the good question is really how do you how do you make it more solid and more regular and more structured and how do you build almost a program around it and yeah the you know the first question suggested by you is you know really what was the channel and is it slack uh, which we i think launched uh in 2000 uh, you know the, the hack before we've launched our slack group on there and for whatever reason that was extremely unpopular <laughs> yeah no that's that's <laughs> really know- that's really interesting because i personally prefer slack because i feel it's more organized but speaking yeah. to organizers and participants throughout all these different hackathons, participants have preferred the WhatsApp chat, the WhatsApp groups. Group. But but then also some hackathons have been spun out of Facebook communities. And the Facebook um, communities are ongoing. 
did you did you join our Facebook group this year? So that was not mine. That was Spark Spark's Facebook. Yeah, group. I I'm in Spark's Facebook group, but um, I don't believe it's like, there's not a lot of um posts in it. Is there? No. So basically, what there there were two things that number one they've got like a general Spark Facebook community um for literally everyone from around the world. But then for this year, Hack, they, uh, so it was last year, last year, Hack, they've launched like a particular group just for the Hack. And they've launched it and they, during, like before the Hack, there was, that was quite, quite nice because people were kind of introducing themselves and, and a few introductions and a few, um, few, let's say, groups were created on that. And then we've announced a couple of uh, news that before the Hack, during the Hack, and after the Hack, but it kind of died straight after. Uh, and that's mainly due to the fact that they, they haven't moderated it. Uh, they didn't have an intention to, I think for them, it was just an event-oriented group, if that makes sense, for the problems which appeared during the event for to make sure that you know the mentors are available uh, through, the, through the night and things like that. So um, that's a good question. WhatsApp group, that's an interesting idea and might be something which I'll, I'll test through um, through maybe the next next hack, although I'm being sort of um, it's quite a few people, right? <laughs> <laughs> talking literally, now we're talking probably a group of 200 between the two hacks. Uh, some of them obviously came back, but there were, there were quite a few new ones this year as well. Um, and and when you think about those communities from states, from capital, etc., it tends it will be quite untamable. I'll I'll think of it. We'll we'll have yeah. to definitely do do more. Um, there's another there's another sort of um, uh, thinking over here around the fact that we would like to do a few more things throughout the year rather than just one big hack. That's it. Um, so things like smaller hacks or even you know jams, coding jams throughout yeah. uh, the year, workshops, um, different like things uh, with different brands. For example, we had that uh, offer of, uh, I, I hope you know what I'm talking about. Um, you know that Bose, the um, company behind, well, mainly audio technologies, they, they released those Oh frames. yeah, the, the headphones. I know the yeah. headphones, yeah. The, the frames, the, the frames are each like glasses with a little bit of um, what they call audio AR, uh, augmented reality. I think so I've heard of it. So it's basically what they're saying on the platform, what the platform is, it allows you to trigger sounds or music experiences in theory based on your GPS data, on your location, maybe on, you know, uh, different factors uh, happening around you right now. So they were trying, they, they wanted to run a hack with us, uh, which unfortunately we can't run because we are through our sort of brand relationships, we, we can't work with any other audio brands. But if we could do, let's say, two or three smaller things like that throughout the year, then to have that final fi finale, you know, the big hack at the end of the year, I feel that that would also keep that community alive. If that makes sense, it would help to give us all the reason to put our heads together again and give us reason to meet and, and to do things together. So that's one of the ideas. Um, the, the prob not the problem with that is 
kind of the challenge with that is always you know the funding that's why we're looking for brands and partners to, to help us with that um to to help sort of to organize to help to fund the location and i'm not talking about studio uh studio as a location just any location uh, and to help with costs of i don't know food or security or or, or prices if there are prices so that's kind of that's one thinking and another another thought is that really from my perspective perspective we would like to continue and i think this is answer of one of your questions as well um we would like to continue we'd like to run a hack and then continue to work with the um with a few of winning teams on something beyond just the hack if that makes sense so we'd like to mentor them or nurture them and and get them to maybe uh, launch a product at the end or maybe get them to be invited by us or somebody else um, and um we were basically uh we've seen the model in elsewhere where the, the leading brand, the leading sponsor of the hack would um, would agree to to take on the winners on like quite extensive mentoring, and we we could sort of um, we could do the same as as Abbey Road Red uh, taking incubator. So this is another model which I think would help again that community to exist for longer um, in more intensive way, but also would allow us to have something more than you know just content at the end of the video. Ideally. It would be nice to see some products, even if they are just demo prototypes, being available um, to the wider communities and us being able to play with them or even present them to the artists or um, being able to have some of those things in the studios somehow. You know, that that's kind of the ultimate goal. But, you know, step by step, it's just our second year, so we'll get there. <laughs> I, I think that all of that's valuable. I'm seeing a consistency with participants wanting to take projects on but by hackathon organizers i wouldn't say inability to facilitate that but it, it is yeah. a lot it, it's a big commitment and it's a lot to do it is, yeah. and one part of it is allowing providing people with the expertise but sometimes you know you get together in two days maybe the team is wrong like the wrong yeah. the wrong people are together yeah or maybe there's someone on the team that really wants to be a part of it, but they can't commit the time that's yeah. needed to commit. So there, there are there are intricacies to taking that stuff on, but I think you guys are in a great great uh, position because you have you're you're known for innovation. You have the brand, you have the partnerships, and it's different to just the regular community member hosting a hackathon. If someone that's has true. really something really good. You know, one of your partners might say, okay, we want to try this in a sandbox. We want to test this out. That's absolutely, that, that's a valid point. And we do, in theory, do have some sort of tech ability to, yeah. to take it forward. It's almost for me, the kind of the, first of all, we, at the very, very beginning, when we just started our hacks, uh, we weren't necessarily looking at them in a very, commercial way if that makes sense that's yeah. something which i see quite a lot in states that um and it's, it's, a, it's obviously an interesting thing and a good thing uh i've seen the hacks which the brief of the theme is to come up with a 
business solution or come up with a startup really you know, then to be incubated straight away we haven't done that because we are we're more focusing on what's actually happening in the hack and in the community itself and this kind of leads me a little bit to um what red really is so it's a tech um innovation music tech incubator but there's more around that it's it's a hub innovation we started it five years ago now and we started based on this kind of recognition that the innovation within music tech doesn't necessarily happen at the labels or at the recording studios anymore it doesn't happen close enough to the artists it's actually quite hard to innovate in that space there's quite a lot of red tape and the music industry isn't very welcoming to the new disruptors for the understandable reasons and we we saw the gap we saw that there's quite a few interesting startups out there quite a few interesting academics you know innovating the space or doing things which nobody kind of thought um, about before but artists don't know about them the artists coming to those various to, to our studios and um, music industry is unaware or is not welcoming them we decided to kind of to do something about it so we decided to launch the incubator program which is like a six month um, business consultancy program for quite early startups seed level startups mainly from music tech but we looking slightly broader we had you know we had people developing 3d headphones we had people developing um ai driven microphones um smart microphones ai driven apps uh auto generated music performances and we had people who developed this um nearly 360s not 360s actually 180 degree uh projector with a speaker in it so that's not necessarily music tech that projection is used in hospitals for example to help people with dementia it's used um in agencies to create like those really immersive experiences you basically it's, it's your vr experience but without the headset and we help them with sound so as you can see we kind of be going a little bit further than music tech we we, we broaden than that uh but the startup program the incubation is not all of it we obviously then work with academics we've got three or four grants running with different um, universities and there's one where we work uh, on ai in music and what the next five years will show us what will be the possibilities in terms of creative tools and all sort of music generation uh, we've got a program with uh, york university around spatial audio so something which is very relevant to this hack um, and the winning team of the hack one of the winning teams of the hack was actually coming from the new york university themselves and one, and one of the members came to the previous hack that's a nice dynamic we um be seeing as well as people are kind of growing with us um so we we at some point during the running of that program we were saying okay brilliant we've got startups we've got academics how then uh, we get into the people who are in neither of those spaces as yet right but they might they be so many developers um, developers but inventors as well who don't know about us who don't know that agrode uh, is there for them to, 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 you know, to help them 
Um, and that's why we decided to run sort of the, the hack program to, to have that further connection and actually to be able to build that community for the future. It's, it's also the future case and we want to connect to people who will be, you know, launching next Lambda or next SoundCloud or next Spotify in a few years time. Uh, and ultimately we also want to be connected to those artists who are using those newest technologies um, who are brave and do performances uh, like Chagall did during our hack. And, and Hackathon is the perfect sort of model for us to put all of that in one room, you know, to, to put all of those, to sort of meet all of those startups, academics, uh, inventors, single inventors, artists, uh, pr music producers, and give them a theme, give them very broad brief and see what happens. And trying to uh, make sure that we really curate uh, environment and, and an experience as well to get the best out of it. So each of the themes each year we're coming up with a different theme and we're really trying to create the tech around that and, and have it thematical rather than just very broad. And that helps us and I think helps quality of the hacks as well. Uh, we quite, we've been quite picky in terms of the um, participants. I think we are unfortunate uh, position that we can do that because we always oversubscribe and um, so we we can allow sort of the, this model when we try to make sure that we um we're picking up participants who can either who either have got um matching skill sets to what we're looking for or have got really strong ideas or have got you know uh, really interesting concepts to create and that i think all of that is resulting that the hacks, from my point of view, and, and thank you for saying that at the beginning, they are quite good quality. And I think they, we're looking in year three, so that's our year three now, uh, into sort of working very hard on extending, extending the sense of that community and extending those into more long-term programs rather than just one of hack, you know, super intense one month um, in running up to and after, and then, you know, nothing else but you know things like that uh things like content with you discussions different partners coming to ideas this all helps and different talks we're running or different panels we're joining and i'm at the moment working with two other people from uh the hack who came to the hack originally on completely different projects i've met them through the hack they they are the specialists in their own domains and we need those specialists for to run different projects for different brands or for our internal things and that's just um it's just great to have those people uh helping us and great to even know about them we wouldn't we wouldn't be there without uh without the hacks right so that's i think we are very lucky like that um is there anything else which we didn't cover? I'm sorry, I'm just aware that uh, we ran over. I don't know about your time. <laughs> no, it's 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 okay. Uh, I, I there's a lot of very good points there. Your hackathons are right now, at least right now, trying to nurture community. Yes, you you may explore the commercial advantage, but the reason, the structure, even down to how you um facilitate the participants is very different because of your missions and goals. Even though you're both using the same term hackathon, yeah, yeah. What, what your actual core mission is is relatively different. 
and that that's felt throughout the experience i've been to hackathons where it's really commercial you don't have the same type of intimacy that you have at the abbey road hackathon or similar hackathons that are trying to nurture community that's true and i suppose the what i like the most and that was very apparent to me during the first hack especially i think uh mainly because there were more teams it was uh, happening in a bigger in a bigger studio it was the first thing so you know we had uh, we accommodated more participants uh that it um it, it was competitive but then it wasn't it was very community the community spirit was very strong um there was a um i had a couple of instances where i was pulling people from one team to another because there was a this two people there was a team of two um and they were really struggling with something and the help was there it was it was given that you know people will help each other although in theory they competed for prize it kind of most of the people were saying actually you know the price is price we had kind of to get through it together um and you know the the, the things I'm finding out later, how how it helped to construct you know, the friendship or the the fact that people felt that they could never come to Robbie Road, but now they kind of they understand more what what we are about, and they kind of advocating that further. Um, that's very important to us. And for me, one of the kind of the most important things is the fact that throughout all of it, we as Abbey Road, we need to remember what our our statement is and that's the same for Abiro Dread and everybody else um it's um all about us enabling creatives and you know that creativity can be defined in many different ways we obviously traditionally talking about artists as music artists but we know that nowadays you know the Chagall is having you know the team of 10 and those are developers essentially helping her to create helping her to perform so the the boundaries behind what music or, or performance is it's not, they're no longer well they, they, they're really fluid so our statement over the our statement of the mission is really that abiron exists solely to to enable um, and I think the hackathon is like a perfect opportunity to see that we are there, you know, we're preparing everything for the, those beautiful accidents to happen, and then we can watch them happen. It's um, it's a great position to be in. We, we're quite privileged in the sense that we can allow ourselves to. They, it's the, the, limita the limitations are obvious, and you know, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be honest if I didn't say it's easy because we are self-funded as in sort of this is not something which Abiro Studios can contribute money to. We uh, we have to find partners every single time and it's not always easiest. Uh, we've been very lucky for the last two years. We had big brands helping us to, to, to cover the cost of, you know, 36 hours of the cost are quite high up there. Um, but, um, Thankfully, we, we've managed to do it twice. I hope we can do it again and again and again and keep running it in the most of a almost long term um, and slightly more intense way. But baby steps, I think, you know, we uh, right now I'm working on the plan for what this year should be about. If you've got any recommendations, think, uh, get, get in touch, think about them, let me know what you think. Um, I've considered a few things considered automotive and an audio experience using automotive that's something which 
we kind of might be working in separately and not necessarily to the hack, but in general. Um, we are talking about music and gaming as well um, and, and the new technologies around that. Uh, we also talked about what's being referred to as functional music, so the music which is generated to do certain things like raise your heartbeat when you're running or calm you down when you want to go to sleep. So the, few different options that uh, we haven't decided yet but right now this time of the year now is, is sort of thinking about the themes um, and next uh, few months we'll be we'll be scouting partners and then everything else starts again the uk as a whole is is known worldwide for music so i definitely feel there's a lot of opportunity down to festivals going on can you sync up um hackathons or these kind of creative yeah. spaces with festivals and there's there's a lot of play space for 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 creation when it comes to tech and music that's very true and we believe in this very sort of interesting time as well and there's so much going on at the same time you know with the rays of vr ars um spatial as well gaming etc you can really see those and AI, you can see really those bubbles of tech which just leap into our industry and you know, hacks are those great opportunities to really go deep and go wild, you know, and do things which are in theory impossible. Uh, this is kind of quite important for us to keep that um, notion, keep that possibility for us. Because as opposed to everyday reality of you know trying to make sure that the studio is um, you know, still looked after, etc. In terms of commercial, in the commercial sense, uh, not many studios or not, not many brands can allow themselves for the sort of luxury of, of you know, uh, futuristic um, approach to uh, innovation. And we are very lucky. So it's um, we always will be grateful uh, to, to, to our brands and to the studios as well that we, we can from this position. One of the things which I'm kind of advocating within Universal Music Group that really you don't have to be a developer to come to HAG. You can be a designer, you can be a product person, you can be a salesperson. And this is the experience which I think really helps to, um, to kind of to understand many of modern technologies and styles of working methodologies so i'm really up for it uh, for, for that standing behind that statement developers 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 developers